Welcome to the Hot and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the 72nd? 72nd? 72nd. 72nd. We're on the 72nd episode? That's right. That's crazy. We're almost as old as the United States of America. (laughs) We're almost as old as my father. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll stop at 76 when I'm planning on him (laughs) passing away, which is... This will be the memorial episode. in the next three months. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's the over-under of it actually happening? <laughs> well, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. The man across the way from me is the peculiar Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a bird that catches stuff and its neck expands. Oh, that's a pelican. My bad. <laughs> My bad. A peculiar. Welcome to the show, folks. We are a news program that talks about weird and unusual things that happen in the world. Yeah, we're trying to make your life more interesting at your next PTA meeting. You can just throw out some fun facts that you've learned on this podcast. What's been going on with you, man? I just got back from being on the road, and I was chatting with my daughter. I'm like, oh, anything cool happened at school? Any fights? She's like, another kid got murdered. Another kid got murdered? (laughs) Yes. How many kids have been murdered at your kid's school? Since she's been there, she's been there a little over a year. Uh, She's a sophomore in high school, so she had her freshman year, and then this year, three. Three kids have been murdered at your kid's high school? Yeah. Why are you have her still go there? There's a serial killer on the loose. <laughs> that's all separate instances. How many kids go to this school? Like 12. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's your daughter? <laughs> she does go out at night. I see her on the ring camera. Uh, no, it's a regular high school. It's a decent size. We're in a city. Obviously, it's not a regular high school. Three kids are getting murdered. Yeah, well, in the first one, we kind of knew, too. You kind of knew how well it's the sister of a kid that used to live like two doors down from us oh so you knew the family we knew the family i'd met the kid before yeah and how did it happen her boyfriend was in a gang and then she broke up with him but apparently she knew too much somehow he lures her into the woods and then i believe he shot her oh my god and he's been caught this he's been caught now here's the kick in the butt they take him to jail he fakes like, oh, I'm having a seizure. So they take him to the hospital, and he just bolts and runs. Oh, my God. And then they end up catching him down the street, and he's back in jail. So let me get this straight. Your kid goes to a school where there's murder, yep. where there's gangs. So let's get to the second murder. Okay, all right. Se- <laughs> second murder. This is exciting, man. Second murder. There's some kids hanging out by the tennis courts, and drive-by shooting happens, and some kid just happens to be in the area not involved in the, the gang war. Oh, so they, the, a different gang... Tried to shoot another gang. Gotcha. Or someone else. And some kid, crossfire. Yeah. Okay. Crossfire. Uh-huh. So that's the second murder. Uh-huh. Third one just happened. It was a kid that, according to the news report, he like got a text and was like, just ran out of the house and then disappeared and ended up, they found him in the Green River. They don't he know was, what happened? He was beaten and stabbed to death. Why did he leave the house? What was the text? They don't know. I'm they sure that should be, phone? it should be easy to find out. I'm sure it's on some, the NSA knows what's and on there. you are not concerned about your child going to this school, apparently? <laughs> no, she doesn't with get, your no one, casualness in what you're speaking of Kids it? don't, she doesn't play tennis. Kids don't text anymore. She doesn't hang out when there's drive-by shootings. She gets the Amber Alert. She knows not (laughs) to go outside when the gangs are shooting each other. Exactly. We get an alert from the school. They're like, get ready for gang shooting day. (laughs) Don't wear red or blue day here at the... (laughs) So 
you haven't even considered taking her out of school because of this. No, do you know how much paperwork it is to change schools? <laughs> <laughs> that's death. Yeah, that's, that's true. It is a lot less paperwork It's just when your kid dies. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like two pages. That's nice. That's nice. So there, only one of the three actually happened on the school grounds. It doesn't matter, man. What are you talking about? And that was just the gang shooting. Jeez. What are you talking about? This hasn't come up with your wife? You guys haven't? No. All right. Well, you know, she's li- you know your kids lived a good life. She's not yeah, had, she's had her had a, ups and downs. She's had a good run, you yeah. know? 15. <laughs> she's seen a lot in her 15 well, years. I mean, basically, she's hit puberty. So we're all, at this point, it's all downhill for this everybody. It's all on her, yeah. right? Yeah. You should know better. She's lived to what her body is supposed to have been lived to. Boom, right? <laughs> now the boulders are rolling downhill. <laughs> it's all borrowed time at this point. Wow. Okay. I well, I mean, I saw a drive-by shooting out my window one time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You haven't, you haven't considered moving? No. I'm considering moving from my house and someone just uh, stole a potted plant out of my front yard. <laughs> Second they steal my potted plants, I'm out. You're out out of there? I'm out. They shoot up your plant, you know, you're switching states. Yeah, they shoot shoot up my my potted plants, I'm staying. (laughs) Okay, so does your daughter concern about these uh, mysterious... No, especially the way she was like, oh, another kid died. I was like... That that was the most shocking thing was how nonchalant she Man, was about it. Man, we had two kids die in my high school, but they both were drug overdoses. And it was like Memorial Central for like a year. The whole year that they died, it was like commemorating them and naming gyms after them and you know whatever but and this is like ah oh, whatever another kid another day yeah well that's you know? that's the new public school the way it rolls <laughs> if they survive the high school <laughs> they can pull if, the sword you from live, the stone you don't need to <laughs> your diploma you pass any tests your only test is surviving <laughs> she's learning all sorts of life skills that we didn't learn she's learning how to dodge bullets she's learning how to use kevlar they give you your last meal like <laughs> every day's your last meal <laughs> All right. Wow. That's uh, I feel I feel worried for your child. No, she's fine. She's oh, fine. Yeah. You know, give her some brass knuckles for Christmas. <laughs> give her some nunchuck skills. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> we were at the rent fair. She's like, can I buy a knife? I'm like, what do you do with a knife? Yeah. She's like stab foos. I was like, mm, maybe. Yeah. I would give her a knife and maybe some other sort of weaponry. Like so. a shield. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she only has medieval weaponry <laughs> to fight this gang war that's Good going Lord, on. Lord, man. I can't believe you're not, you're just sort of sweeping this under the rug. I'm not. I'm keeping it in the open and I'm aware. I'm. As they would say, I'm monitoring the situation. <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> from my house. From a basement. <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> Two counties away. <laughs> I'm putting these gangs on notice. Yeah. I might change my my daughter's school if this shit keeps happening. Yeah. I'm really got, I mean, she's over the hump. Yeah. I at mean, this point. A year and a half. Well, then right. when she was in middle school. Can't she survive a year and a half? Without getting murdered. That's yeah. the real question. She's got two and a half years. Oh, two and a half. Or a little, ah. almost three. Yeah. 20 bucks that she doesn't make it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to pull a life insurance <laughs> policy right now. That's, I definitely would do that. Well, then when she was in middle school, she went to a, a hippie middle school, but the middle school she would have gone to, couple kids broke into some dude's house, stole his gun, and then when he confronted them, they shot him. Wow. As they should. Yeah. He's like, don't steal my gun. Like, we're going to steal your gun. He came at us. What are we supposed to do? (laughs) So hold my ground state. (laughs) Good Lord. I would uh, move out of that neighborhood. 
Maybe. So that's a, we're probably going to get in trouble for all this joking about murder. <laughs> this is going to keep both of us from running for some sort of office later. Our, uh, our podcast is huge in the gang community. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's get to the weird news stories. <laughs> all right. To some weird news. This comes from ZDNet.com. That's a news source more reliable than a scuba diver with rabies. Why can't that be reliable? <laughs> rabies makes you hydrophobic. Oh, afraid of water? <laughs> yes. Does it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh, interesting. So that's one of the things that kills you is you dehydrate. Oh, because you won't. What about juice? Yeah, and now you, you can have juice, you can have beer, you can have... <laughs> Caterade. <laughs> You actually get more hydrated from all the Gatorade when you have rabies. That's actually when someone comes in from the desert that they find stranded, they give them rabies. To, yeah. to get the... All right, I did not know that. So the story goes, man allegedly used drone to pelt ex-girlfriend's home with bombs. <laughs> Dude, that's got way too much time. I never thought I'd hear pelt with bombs. Yeah, well, because he's not really pelting. It's not... Like, they're being thrown. I think, I imagine they're being dropped. He's dropping explosives, I guess, or dangerous items. So it goes, in the aftermath of a breakup, people can lose all reason and taking irresponsible action. Whether it be cutting up an ex-partner's clothes, throwing out their possessions, or scratching their car. Jesus, whoever's writing this is like... <laughs> They've been through the ringer a couple times. <laughs> uh, now, okay, I'm going to say, I'm not proud of this. I once broke up with a girl, and... Uh, I deleted her off my MySpace. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cold-blooded, man. Jeez. I was, I was, I'm not proud of That's it. That's low down. <laughs> Did I know, she pelt your house with explosives? I should have been more caring and bombed her backyard. <laughs> and scratched her car. Yeah. In extreme cases, drones, otherwise known as unmanned aerial vehicles, UAVs, may also allegedly become weaponized. I like allegedly. There's like a, a, a rich history of people using unmanned aerial vehicles drones as... To kill many people. Yeah, one just like blew up half of Saudi Arabia recently. <laughs> like, oh, what? Who knew you could do this? According to U.S. prosecutors, a 43-year-old man used a DJI Phantom 3 drone to drop homemade bombs on a previous girlfriend's property. <laughs> Look out there, like, in case you want to do this, <laughs> here's the exact <laughs> Great for dropping bombs. Not so good for, for filming a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks at dropping mics. Great for dropping bombs. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania alleges that Jason Mazzucato's drone, a device that had not been registered with the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, may have been involved in a late-night explosions experienced by residents since March in the Slate Belt, as reported by the Morning Call. I like how now he's got to register his drone like a sex offender. <laughs> he's got to take his drone to the neighbors and knock on the door. <laughs> Show them the Just want to let you know this drone has dropped bombs on three homes <laughs> and he's living in your neighborhood now <laughs> i would love for him to be like no that wasn't me that was an amazon <laughs> i ordered bombs on prime to be delivered to her house but i did not drop them myself <laughs> you're just using the, the drone <laughs> 
No damage or injuries were recorded, but one resident told WTAP that he believes materials, including nails, were dropped from the sky during the incidents. You know the worst thing a drone owner can do is when you're at a party with them and they show you drone videos on their phone. Oh, like so worse. shoot me, that's worse than the guy with a parrot on his shoulder. Yeah, or the or kids. <laughs> or kids. <laughs> It's worse than kids at a party. <laughs> don't show me video of your kids. So I don't know if I would include nails dropping from a drone as bombs. Would I, you? Or? I think they were in the bomb. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. The Unabomber reads this. He's like, if I would have just waited 25 years. <laughs> Nobody was around, the resident said. Nobody went by and threw them. They dropped from the sky. A number of unexploded devices were found and removed safely. Court records seen by the morning call alleged that Mazzucato's car had also been modified with switches for releasing nails, ball bearings, and fluids. He's really a secret agent. He's double on a seven. He's hardcore, man. He's got a smoke screen. He steps on the gas. He's like, how'd you put the smoke screen in? Wow. Just need a ring job. So he has a car that will release nails like on the road? That's crazy. It's so like what Mad he... Max stuff, dude. <laughs> This guy's badass. I miss the good old days when you just egg people's houses. Yeah. Mazzucato's attorney, John Waldron, denied that his client used a drone to drop explosives, saying there is no conclusive evidence. Except for the drone he has with a bomb dropping mechanism (laughs) and all the bombs at his house. And this car that has C4 and a detonation slip in the trunk. Mazzucato has been in jail since his arrest in June when law enforcement searched his property and found objects that potentially connect him to the explosions, like a flight path, a captain's (laughs) outfit. In total, the Phantom 3, seven improvised explosive device, and 10 firearms were found, including multiple AR-15s. When they found the guns, they're like, are these registered? And he goes, no, but these are. And then he kissed his biceps. Oh, yeah. Classic (laughs) Mazzucato. The man was previously restrained from harassing, stalking, or threatening a partner by way of protection from abuse, order issued in 2017. During the dispute, both former partners filed a PFA order against the other. So they each filed yeah. like a restraining order. They both were other. dropping bombs on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Mazzucato has been charged with possessing firearms while subject to this court order, a federal offense and has been charged as an unlawful user of methamphetamine, possessing improvised explosive devices, and the operation of an unregistered drone. Wait, wait. So he's an unlawful user of meth. There's a lawful way to use meth? (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) I would love to that's not my meth. That's the drone's meth. (laughs) That drone got all methed up and dropped bombs on her house. (laughs) Yeah, tell him he hasn't paid the rent either. And he peed in my pants. But but the bathroom, remarkably clean. (laughs) It does not take much imagination to conjure up the enormous harm that can result from the combination of illegal firearms, explosives, and drone aircraft, said U.S. Attorney Mick Swain. That Mick Swain sounds like a badass. Adding methamphetamine and a disregard of court orders to the mix only serves to heighten the risk. (laughs) That's what they say, you know? When you you combine methamphetamine and disregard for court orders, (laughs) it's a dangerous, dangerous lifestyle. (laughs) Not the drugs, not the bombs. Behave. Once again, it comes up though that the, the, the meth may there may be a legal way to do this meth. <laughs> Here's the defendant's alleged 
behavior violated the law and threatened public safety. If convicted, Mazzucato faced up to 33 years behind bars, three years of supervised release, and a fine reaching a maximum of $760,000, which he can easily make back by oh, yeah. making bombs for the <laughs> Taliban. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this guy, this guy, this is his promo video for the Taliban is what this is. <laughs> The sizzle reel. Maybe they should hire him. You know, like, you know, sometimes they'll hire criminals to help them with specific, yeah. you know, forms of criminal catching. He'll be the tactical relationship response team. <laughs> <laughs> you just text him your ex's address. <laughs> That's going to be his business, right? Yeah. You'll fly drones over, do surveillance, drop bombs. And he'll do the drone air show at the fair <laughs> in lieu of fireworks. So what do we think drop. of this? I mean, I like people doing creative things. I think dropping bombs. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a, making your bomb is a form of creativity, I would assume. But I also think the drone thing, it's its a weird wild west where I think, for the most part, they can cause more harm than good at the consumer level drone. Uh-huh. Whether it's some idiot, you know, it going out of range and falling on my car. Yeah, totally. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I never the I think the drone thing is like definitely it's like vaping, right? It's like we don't know the sort of levels in which the damage that can be done. Yeah. Right? It's like I've seen drones all over the place. Like I've seen drones at concerts. I'm watching an outdoor concert, there's a drone like videotaping the concert. I'm yeah. Like, what the hell is going what on? What if you just duct tape knives to the bottom of it and cut the Absolutely. power? Absolutely. Who knows? Yeah. Right? That could be crazy, man. So with a, with even Barely any creativity. I just came up with a death device yeah, with a drone. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it is, I like the vengeance on the X. I don't like the drop in the bombs, but I do like the, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a funny response. It's, it, it, on paper, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you were like, oh, by the way, I bombed my X. It's something like, like, like you get around with your buddies and you get drunk. You're like, how can we get back at Shauna? Dude, you know what you should do? You should take your drone and drop a bomb on her house. <laughs> and then he's the dude that does it. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, I wasn't serious. <laughs> now, now you're facing conspiracy charges. <laughs> it was all his idea. And there are three other dudes that were there like, yeah, he totally said that. Uh, yeah, no, we don't condone that, of course. I mean, 33 years seems like a lot of time. I, I mean, obviously the guy has a lot of explosives. We have many AR-15s, but from what they found, it just is nails or something, right? Yeah, but I mean, the guy essentially is 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 being a terrorist. Yeah, a relationship terrorist. Dang. Yeah. I'm glad they caught him. It sounds like this guy might be a little bit. Uh, mentally unstable. And it's good and, that the uh, ex-girlfriend could probably sleep well at night. Yeah, and it's good that we're learning that there are legal ways to do meth. Yeah. <laughs> we have some awesome Google searches coming up here. <laughs> All right. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. The use of the word hooker as a term for a prostitute actually originated with the Civil War General Joseph Hooker, who brought prostitutes along on campaigns for his men. Stories pod duh. This story comes from nypost.com. That's a news source more reliable than a drunk hostage negotiator. 
All right, listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> what you got to do. You've been talking to my wife. <laughs> you got to follow your dreams, okay? <laughs> I got big ideas, and so do you. <laughs> when I was your age. <laughs> All right. This story goes, woman bites camel's testicles in bizarre truck stop showdown. I've been to some truck stops, and that's not bizarre. I've seen stuff. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's not the weirdest thing that's happened at a truck stop, even in that day. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen a guy trade a gold bar for three turtles and a yak. <laughs> I feel like that headline could go a lot of different ways. Woman bites camel's testicles in bizarre mating ritual. <laughs> Woman bites camel's testicle in what is to believe the weirdest carnival game ever. <laughs> Woman bites camel testicle in New Finland festival. <laughs> So it goes like this. A Louisiana truck stop, of course it happens in Louisiana. A Louisiana truck stop turned into a real zoo when a woman chomped down on a camel's testicles while trying to retrieve her dog that had scrambled into the dromedary's den, according to a new report. Or as they call it, Tuesday in Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Normally it's just truckers feeding the camel meth. (laughs) The showdown between the woman who wasn't identified and Casper the Camel, a roadside attraction, happened Thursday at a truck stop in Gross Teat. About 20- is that Teat or TT? I think it's Teat. T e t e T T. Let's say TT, so it's not so bizarrely named. I think the only better name would be like if it happened in Chode, Egypt. <laughs> Gross TT, about 20 minutes outside of Baton Rouge. Operator, would you put me on through? Gonna send my love down Baton Rouge. Gonna buy a camel's testicle. Gonna tell my girl it's a festival. <laughs> That's my ringtone, actually, now. (laughs) The woman's husband was tossing treats to their dog under Casper the Camel's fence, prompting the pup to crawl inside the enclosure. The Iberville Parish Sheriff's Office told the advocate Sunday, who tosses dog treats to their dog over a barbed wire fence? Listen, this dog's going to get in some training. If it's going to it's going to learn how to go through mud, it's going to learn how to camouflage in the bush. How else during the apocalypse is he going to take down a horse if he can't take down a camel? <laughs> the couple followed after the dog, but the woman didn't get very far before Casper took a seat on top of her, crushing her. So she bit down on his genitals to free herself, she told police. I like that a camel's fighting style is like a third grade bully. I'm going to sit on you. <laughs> And then now they're going at the truck stop. They're going to have to change the sign to zero days without camel testicle bites. <laughs> she said, I bit his balls to get him off of me. Iberville Parish Deputy Lewis Hamilton Jr. told the reporter. An investigation revealed that the couple had provoked Casper before he sat on the intruder. She provoked him by singing Fergie's lump song. <laughs> an investigation like what the, like why are they investigating us all right we need to set up a perimeter <laughs> get witnesses get those press vans out of here <laughs> sir do we need to be devoting all these resources to this johnny a camel's balls was bitten <laughs> not just any balls a two-humped camel <laughs> The camel did nothing wrong, Hamilton said. The couple was aggressive. The camel was just doing its normal routine. Of sitting on tourists. (laughs) Of (laughs) teabagging somebody. It's the 1230 Camel Teabag Show. For $1, you can feed the camel. For $5, you can ride it. For $9, get teabagged. You can teabag your face. 
Male dromedaries can weigh up to 1,300 pounds, according to the San Diego Zoo, which is mostly water weight. <laughs> Employees of the truck stop did not face any charges because the camel was enclosed and signs warning the public to stay out are posted every 10 feet, the deputy added. Do you think there's going to be a new sign added, though, that's like, do not feed dog treats to the camel? <laughs> if approached, do not bite its balls. <laughs> or if attacked by camel, bite balls. <laughs> yeah. The camel has never been aggressive. The camel has never gotten out, never caused any issues, Hamilton told the paper. In fact, the husband and wife stated before that we've been here before and we've never had any problems. Now, this truck stop used to have a tiger for years. Yes. And so they were there before when they had the tiger and they would go in the tiger's enclosure all the time. And it was way less (laughs) aggressive than this camel. (laughs) Like, bring back the tiger. (laughs) When the tiger sat on me, she had no balls to bite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a tiger truck stop. We did a little research and... It has a it had a tiger, it has a camel, it has a bunch of other animals. Which is a very sort of bizarre truck stop. The couple was cited with a leash law violation for letting the dog run free on the private property as well as criminal trespassing. I like how they cited the dog. Like <laughs> the dog didn't do anything bad. Yeah, what 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 is he doing throwing treats over a barbed wire fence, dude? This is dumb. I like how they're throwing treats over the barbed wire fence. The ladies crawling under the barbed wire. It's like the most redneck tough mutter contest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an amazing I would sign up for the tub. All right, listen, once you get through that barbed wire, a camel or a moose is going to sit on your face. You got to bite its balls <laughs> or tickle them depending on your My only question to her husband was, "Why did you throw the doggy treat under the fence?" Hamilton recalled, and he just said, "I wasn't thinking." Clearly. That's <laughs> Louisiana. I think you could say that about most people. It was Louisiana. He thought this way through. <laughs> most news articles should have the quote, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> Truck stop manager Pamela Bozier said the pair should have asked for help from the employees instead of crawling under the barbed wire to retrieve their pup. Yeah, because the employees know how to handle the camel. I don't think I would ever go under a barbed wire fence to retrieve my dog, right? Yeah, I, I mean, would just get the... They have treats. Just throw treats closer to the yeah, fence. Yeah, I'd try and get the dog to come back, and then I'd go and get the... I wouldn't crawl under a fence. I wouldn't dig a hole. Because now you got to crawl out pushing this dog. <laughs> You're like El Chapo with drugs going to, to, through Mexico. It's no wonder that Casper got upset, Bozier said, claiming the man shoved the camel and swatted at it with his hat when he got into the pen. <laughs> He got into the pen and starts start shadow boxing it. He's like talking shit to it. It's like Muhammad Ali. There's a bunch of dudes gambling outside now like a cockfight. Any animal you provoke, they're going to strike back, Bogier told the paper. It's instinct. He's really a gentle giant, she said of Casper. I would think so. Instead of like biting it or spitting at it or trying to buck it, it just sat on their face. <laughs> For the past 30 years, the truck stop has kept various wild animals at the enclosure, including a tiger, drawing the ire of local animal rights groups. There haven't been any previous issues with any of the animals, Bozier said. I'm not a fan of this family. No. They are idiots. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They, no harm was, uh, well, I guess the camel got its balls (laughs) bitten. Yeah. But the camel's like, I wasn't using those. She's like, listen, I'm a veterinarian. (laughs) Camels like it. (laughs) People. Some camels in Las Vegas pay a lot of money for that. 
And I wonder, so it's a barbed wire fence. Is that to keep humans from going in or the camel from going out? I would imagine to keep humans from going in because, I mean, we've worked at a lot of events that have camels. And I've never seen barbed wire fence. Usually no, it's the, like little railings. Yeah, it's like little stanchions. Yeah. I mean, I would assume camels aren't crazy dangerous no, to be around. I would agree too. So this truck stop sounds awesome. <laughs> first There's of all. all sorts of stuff going on. <laughs> it's another reason why Louisiana is cool in whatever state you live in. The thing is, is you could just eliminate the camel from the story and it would just be a normal truck stop, right? Yeah. Someone was getting their testicles bitten at some point at a truck stop. You know, you could take the camel out of the pen and be like some dude in Louisiana throwing dog treats over a barbed wire fence. <laughs> So yeah, I think these people are annoying. I don't like them. It's an interesting uh, tactic to get an animal off of you. I yeah. guess it's smart, right? <laughs> I want to know like the what's the flow chart? Like I can scream for help. I can try and shimmy out, bite his balls. I can finger his asshole. <laughs> I can bite his balls, <laughs> or I can just just watch Netflix on my phone. Uh, yeah. So what do you think? I think the people are idiots and they, they shouldn't they have no business being in the uh in the outside of Louisiana. I think you might be sort of creating sort of bad behavior for this camel. What happens if he was into it and now he's like any person that comes in, he's like, <laughs> Buy my balls. <laughs> the the picture that they're using on the New York Post is this camel it looks like he's getting some sort of gratification. <laughs> like, do you see this picture? Yes. He looks like he's <laughs> moaning. He's about to bite that lady's balls. <laughs> All right. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you for listening in. I keep your thoughts and prayers out there for Louis' child. <laughs> she can make another two and a half years in this crazy-ass high school. I think she's got it. I think she's got it. <laughs> Her class itinerary is like <laughs> self-defense. <laughs> Defense against the gang arts. Being able to blend. Yeah, being able to blend. <laughs> How to not look like a narc. How to run faster than the person next to you. <laughs> How to trip people on your way out. So uh, where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show coming up? You can check me out October 1st through the 13th at the Big Fresno Fair in Fresno, California. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, is it really amazing? Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a good time. And where can they catch <laughs> I'm going to go to the Underground Gardens. Oh, you've been there before. I've been there. It's been years, yeah. though. you got to go. It's amazing. I'm going to go to the Underground Gardens. That's yeah. all. <laughs> I have to go hang out in one town north in Clovis where it's cleaner. Yeah, Clovis is all right. And where can they catch them? Oh, that's where they have the Christian coffee shop that's like the best coffee shop in the area. You get coffee and the guy brings it out and he sits down next to you and he's like, how's your coffee? Let me talk to you about Jesus. It's super weird because there's nothing. You're like, did I? I didn't see that on the menu. I didn't offer. <laughs> could I get an espresso with cream and a side of Jesus? It, it is like, am I supposed to tip you or like? Yeah, with your soul. Ah, yeah. He gets farther in heaven if he can convert you to his ways. But so there's nothing that tells you that this is a religious coffee shop. So it's not like savior grounds or whatever. So what do you hired... say when he sits down? Do you say uh, I'm not interested? So. First time I went there, uh, I met a guy at a, at a stand-up comedy show. Mm -hmm. 
I knew it was religious because he talks about uh, it being religious. But he's a super dirty comic, too. Uh, and so I showed up, and he's behind the counter. Oh, he's working there? Yeah. <laughs> it's his brother's coffee uh, shop. That's funny. When the guy sat down, I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to listen to you. Oh, uh, that's very yeah. nice. I'm, not, it, I'm in his house. No, you're at a business. <laughs> it's not his house. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's how he gets around paying taxes at the church. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show? Nowhere. I'm going to go see Morrissey, hopefully, tonight, October 1st. Nice. He has canceled on me the last two times, so who knows? So he's like a solid uh, date? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He's like a Tinder date. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out. I'll be uh, going to head down to Eugene with Erica. We're going to go see a band in Eugene, and then... Just yeah. a band? Anyone cool? Oh, yeah. Petunia and the Vipers. Oh. Yeah, really cool, like, Western sort of swing band. Yeah, nothing, no work for me, man. I'm just hanging out. I'm just kicking it. Nice. Yeah, going nice. to see some bands. So uh, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you guys are in the Fresno area, go and check Louie out and go check out those, uh, it's called the Fortnier Gardens. Yeah, those are the Underground Gardens. The Underground Gardens. And go check out Petunia and the Vipers. Yeah. And if you want, you can send us an email, info at oddandoffbeat.com. Send us your weird news stories or anything that's going on in your life you'll like us to discuss. Yep, and we're also on all the social media. Well, almost all the social media. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, and if you want, you can also check us out on Patreon, which is a sort of subscription-based, donation-based site that you can donate finances to us. We have a, a it starts from $2 all the way up to $25. You get a bonus episode and a bunch of odd and offbeat swag in the yep. mail. Yeah, we sent people some fossils recently. It was a good time. Yeah. All right, well, we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. If you can, subscribe, like, share with all your friends, and that would help us out quite a bit. We want to thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by Juicy Sweatpants. Unless you have a wedgie, then it's sponsored by JY Sweatpants.